0: Soccer Saturday, brought to you by Honda, proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11, Community Health, Dream Big, Work Hard, Finish Strong, Church Brothers Collision Repair, making accidents unhappen for nearly 90 years. Now,
1: here's your host, Greg rankstraw Good morning to you, soccer fans. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan, and we had a lot of ground to cover from last night. And there's a rather important Premier League match taking place as we speak. And frankly, VAR has been crap yet again in the Premier League. And I say that even if I had to be honest with you, it probably benefited the side that I'm kind of rooting for in this morning's match between Leicester and Tottenham. But as we always do, we kick things off by talking about the Indy 11. And for the second time in the last four weeks, it was a Friday night road match for the Indy 11 and unfortunately, this one did not go according to plan. Although, as I say that, um, I think Indy knew they were playing to a tough team uh, last night in Birmingham. A team that, frankly, was not good when they were here at the end of June. They have been really good ever since. And they got a 1-0 victory last night against the Indy 11. The Indy 11 were not great in the first half. And you will hear head coach Martin Runny say as much coming up in the next segment of the show. They weren't given a fair opportunity to compete in the second half because of a red card that uh, nicely could be put as dubious. Uh, There are other descriptions that I'm not sure are fit for the air. So the Indy 11 played a man down, and now the question is, that man, Andrew Connor, who was sent off, uh, is there a way to potentially appeal him having a uh, one-game suspension that follows a red card? Because the Indy 11 are back at it against Atlanta United 2 coming up on Wednesday night. A missed opportunity for the Indy 11 last night. With a win or a draw, they would have stood alone in first place in the USL's Eastern Conference. The only bit of good news for the Indy 11 is first place New York, tied for first place with the Indy 11, lost on Wednesday, and Tampa Bay, who was in third going into the week, they lost on Wednesday as well. And right now, the top five teams in the East are separated by all of five points. The other four teams will all be in action this evening. In fact, uh, this weekend in particular is largely playoff teams in the East playing one another. So we will go over some of the big matchups that will be taking place later today. And there's some tomorrow as well. Huge weekend for the playoff picture, which is not clear at all in the Eastern Conference. Indy 11 knows they're in. They knew that as of last Saturday. But obviously, they're trying to lock up as many home dates as possible. And we'll talk about that coming up with Martin Runny in the next segment of the show. Following that, it's our buddy Napoon Chopra from Sock Takes TV and SockTakes.com. We'll talk some Indy 11 with Napoon, But the big reason that I wanted to have him on the show is that he does the best job to me in American soccer as far as journalists, media, websites, blogosphere, etc. is concerned of kind of covering the ins and outs of lower division soccer. And yes, technically you could consider Indy 11 playing in the USL championship being lower division soccer. But as we have learned over the last two years compared to what life was like in the North American Soccer League and now the USL championship, this is very sturdy. This is very stable. And so you don't worry about the existence of teams, maybe a couple of teams, but a, a league as the division is 36 strong, 18 in each conference, the way that you did in the NASL days? Well, there are not, uh, not one, but now two divisions that are playing professional soccer, one being the NPSL, uh, who has played amateur soccer and will continue to play amateur soccer for a long time, you would think, but they're trying their hands at professional soccer. Well, a handful of teams that had committed to play in their league are now playing in another new league, which is entitled NISA, which for a time was run by our friend Peter Wilt, who now is with forward Madison. It's complicated. It's lengthy. But um, because it it doesn't pertain to us, us meaning the Indy 11, the way that it used to, um, it's something that I kind of follow on the periphery, but it's not something we talk about on a week-by-week basis. But there's been enough developments. Both leagues have kind of launched fall seasons in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Last year's leading goal scorer in Jack McInerney is playing for the NISA teams in Oakland. So we'll talk about that with Nepoon coming up a little bit later on in the program. And last night was a big night in college soccer. Butler played host to third-ranked Georgetown, unfortunately lost 3-0. Indiana opened up Big Ten play by beating Wisconsin 3-1. Those two teams will have their annual matchup at the Selick Bowl, better known as the Butler Bowl, on Tuesday night. The last time that IU played at Butler, the crowd was nearly 6,000. The weather looks absolutely gorgeous coming up for Tuesday night. I hope to see you there because the good folks at Butler have been kind enough to ask me to broadcast that match on their Facebook live feed. So I will be there. Hopefully you will be too. We're going to talk to our buddy Paul Snape, Butler men's soccer coach, coming up at 9.35. Leicester and Tottenham conversation, Champions League conversation, Premier League conversation, and I seem to have uh, some cool news and notes to share with you on the program coming up. So as you can tell, We got a lot of ground to cover, and I've been rambling long enough for the first five or six minutes of the show. Martin Ruddy joins us next as we get rolling on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Tullamore Dew,
2: authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true, and may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof, copyright 2015, imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc., New York, New York.
1: The Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown Union Station is proud to be the official hotel of the Indy Eleven. With over 55,000 square feet of function space, including the exquisite Grand Hall Ballroom, you'll experience superior customer service and an environment unmatched for character, history, and ambiance. After your event or meeting, retire to one of 273 upscale overnight rooms, including authentic Pullman train car guest rooms. For more information, call the Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown at 236-7458.
3: Whether you're injured or just plain sick, Community Now offers Connect to Care. With one call or online click, we'll find you the closest open appointment. That could be anything from a med check or community clinic at Walgreens to a primary care doctor or virtual visit right on your screen. Just call 317-621-2727 and a community concierge will locate options and make your appointment. Connect to care from community.
2: What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG. Protecting and beautifying the world. When it comes to Hondas, your central Indiana Honda dealers have
4: a few favorites. The smart and sporty CR-V. The sleek and stylish Civic Sedan. The impressively efficient Insight Hybrid. Kelly Blue Book award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11.
1: Need help achieving your goals? At Pillar Group Risk Management, not only do we sell insurance and bonds, we also invest our time in developing and providing risk management
0: strategies tailored to support our clients' immediate and future goals. We are focused on earning the trust of our clients by building strong relationships. For information, visit our website at PillarGroup.com or give us a call at 317-853-3510. That's 317-853-3510. Pillar Group Risk Management. Risk managed. Rest assured.
2: Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof, copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc., New York, New York.
0: As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on cleats. Here's 11 Minutes, presented by your Central Indiana
1: Honda dealers.
0: Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11.
1: Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan, although this conversation is taking place late on a Friday night. Martin Rennie is a man of many talents, but he can't be two places at one time. Indy 11 played last night against Birmingham Legion and lost by a score of 1-0. to Literally as this show is taking place, the team is on a plight back to indianapolis so being very courteous literally 30 minutes after the conclusion of last night's game martin joins us now my friend thank you for the time i know it wasn't the result you were looking for how you doing today
5: yeah i'm doing okay obviously disappointed about the result of the game but yeah doing all right all
1: right obviously uh this game became a little more difficult for you uh than uh, than you had anticipated and I'm not trying to uh, set you up to get in trouble with the league office uh, talking about a call, but when you're on the road and you get a red card that you don't feel is, is justified and you got to play a man down for the last 38-plus minutes of the match, how do you cope with something like that during the course of the game?
5: Yeah, it was disappointing. We've obviously overcome it on other occasions where we've had a man sent off, but, um, yeah, I always, always feel like your team has to be good enough to – uh, overcome even you know if referees make bad decisions or t- decisions you disagree with um, and tonight we weren't able to do that so it was disappointing I think that um, that was certainly a big factor in the game, um, no doubt about that um, and I thought after the red card we actually played quite well, we had a lot of the ball and were attacking fairly well uh, but we weren't able to get the breakthrough and so we come away with a 1-0 a defeat so it's a, yeah, it's definitely disappointing not what we were looking for um, and definitely things we can do to improve upon and, and we have to get that right right away
1: let's talk about your opponent because uh, you knew this going in that Birmingham had been playing much better soccer than when you saw them at the end of June three months ago they're now in a playoff position how have they become a better team over these last two or three months
5: Um, I think you know they've they've certainly got a little bit of confidence from picking up some wins I think you know some of the games um you know they've they've done with counterattacked well and scored goals from that and I think they did a good job of that tonight they they um, cut out some passes and, and look dangerous on the break. I think they've um, improved their defending. They've picked up more clean shoots, and so uh, they've, they've definitely improved. Obviously, they're getting used to the league. This is their first year in the league, and they've got some some talented players and, and talented coach. So I think uh, you know they're 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 improving. But at the same time, I think that if we played to our potential, we would have been expecting a win
1: tonight. And again, you almost have to look at this as two different matches: what you did before the red card and what you did afterwards. I know there probably wasn't as many chances as you were hoping for in the first 52 minutes. What's your kind of takeaway that, that that you try to improve upon for the next time out uh, from that half of the match if you will?
5: Yeah, well, I felt that in the the first half of the game we weren't as weren't playing to the same standard that we normally expect. I think that there was a lot more giveaways than normal. The field was really wet and and the ball was really flying on the surface, and so it took us a little bit to get used to that. But I thought in the second half we really did look like we were getting used to it we started to play well we were on the attack we were uh, certainly looking the stronger team and then when you lose the man that obviously uh, changes things but you know I think our team's done really well this season and we're probably entitled to have a bad half and uh, we've, we've not really had many of those at all um, and so we, we've got to get over that and I think as I say the second half was starting looking like we were we were playing much better and we were much more Uh, connected on our passes and starting to look good so then when the the red card comes obviously that that does change things again but up until then that's my kind of view on what happened
1: all right so now as I look at the table and obviously this could change on both Saturday and Sunday depending other league matches five points separate five teams one through five in the east what's it like to be part of of a group that's so closely congested atop the league table
5: yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's a wake-up call for us as well in the sense that we know we have to make sure we're at our best in order to get ourselves into the position we want to get into. We've we've been doing well. We've won a lot of games and we've uh, picked up a lot of wins on the road. I think franchise record for that. Um, we've picked up a lot of clean sheets. Probably a franchise record for that as well. But I think that it, now's a good time to just refocus the mind and take one game at a time. You know, we're, we know we're in the playoffs, but we want to be in as high a position as we possibly can at the end. Um, we still... Have uh, we, we still find ourselves in a great position? I think we're, you know, we're still at the top of the league. Still have game in hand. Other teams have to play each other, so there's going to be some points dropped here and there as well. But we have to just get focused on getting back to doing what we do well and pick up a win in our next game, which is on Wednesday.
1: It's kind of a hybrid week for you, so to speak. Uh, it's it's not. You know, you had six days rest between matches. Now you're back to the Wednesday Saturday schedule. You kind of get the extra night from playing on Friday. Your thoughts about how the upcoming week shapes up for you, knowing you got a midweek and a Saturday, and you're on the road for both of them.
5: Well, right now we just have to get over this one and, and you know, get get recovered, and then we, we just have to focus on the game that we have coming up on on Wednesday against Atlanta. Uh, we need to get back to winning ways on the road. Um, I think that that's the first first thing we have to do is just focus on that one game. I think that after that, you know, the Pittsburgh game will take care of itself. That's going to be a big game um, as well. But really, it's it's three points for every game that's at stake. So they're all worth the same. Um, we have to make sure now that we really get our mind right and get focused on this next one and hopefully we will start to get a few decisions going our way i do feel that this season we've got ourselves in a great position without really hardly ever having a call that we feel like has gone our way i'm sure there has been some but at this point it does feel a little bit like we definitely if, if these things even out over the rest of the season then we in for for a lot of a lot of good things coming our way and hopefully that is the case because the guys are working hard and they do deserve a bit better than they've been getting in that regard and uh, at the same time, you know, the referee's got a hard job and has to do their best, and they always do their best, but uh, we have to make sure that even if we disagree with a call, that we respect it and that we do the best we can to overcome those calls in and how we play.
1: I was going to say, hopefully that means you're due come playoff time uh, if, uh, if the soccer karma works out in that direction. Coach, I really appreciate your time after a tough match. Safe travels home, and uh, we will do this again next week. Okay, thanks, Greg. So, again, uh, the road swing continues for the Indy 11. Last night was the first of four consecutive matches away from home. They will play at Atlanta United 2. That is coming up on Wednesday night. They play their matches this year at Kennesaw State University. Beautiful facility. They play. They started playing uh, FCS football there a, a few years ago in north side of Georgia. That is a 7 o'clock match. You can watch it on ESPN+. Huge match, and, and at this point, given what the Indy 11 are playing for from a playoff seeding standpoint, they're all huge. But as far as the table is concerned, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds are then uh, the opponent on Saturday night at Highmark Stadium in downtown Pittsburgh there at the confluence of the Rivers. But um, it's it's a big match in part because Indy 11 and Pittsburgh are two teams that are undefeated at home this year. They and Phoenix are the only three teams in the league to uh, be able to stake that claim. So I referenced the fact that the top five teams in the East are separated by five points. So here we go. Red Bulls 2 and Indy 11, 56 points. Nashville, 54. The Rowdies, 53. The Riverhounds, 51. Also stated that it is a massive weekend in terms of top teams playing each other. So with that, Louisville City is playing host to New York Red Bulls 2 tonight at seven. The Rowdies host the Bethlehem Steel at 7.30. And while Bethlehem is not likely a playoff team, I thought they played very well here a week ago. Nashville plays host to Pittsburgh tonight. So depending on how the results go, Nashville potentially could leapfrog Indy and New York if they get a win at home this evening. Uh, Again, especially if New York is playing at Louisville. The Rowdies, they could be back into the mix too if they get the full three points at Bethlehem. And remember, if you are one, two, three, or 4, you get a home game in the first round. So literally, if five teams are vying for the top spot, you could go from hosting all the way through the Eastern Conference playoffs to having to go on the road in week number one. It is a jumbled mess, um, and while Indy has been playing catch-up in terms of matches in hand, and that is still the case. After tonight, they will have two matches in hand on Red Bulls 2, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. They'll be level on matches with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Because of how compact the schedule is, Indy will actually finish before those teams do. They'll be kind of sitting around the last weekend of the season and doing some scoreboard watching as Indy plays Swope Park on October the 16th and then are off until the playoffs would begin the following week. Of course, we'll have more on this for you each and every week right here on Soccer Saturday. Now, we are also eyeballing what's going on in the Premier League this morning, and I mentioned briefly and kind of got away from it that VAR has butchered yet another call. And I am a big fan of having replay technology, but um, the way that replay technology is used seemingly across the board in sports is making me not a fan of using replay technology. And again, I'll always have a soft spot for Leicester and what they accomplished and it's amazing to say this four years ago when they won the Premier League, but Tottenham had a second goal that should have been upheld, taken off because someone was offside by perhaps a millimeter of a fraction of an inch. That should have been a goal to make it 2-0. Now, to Lester's credit, They not only have equalized, but they just scored an absolute rocket from outside of the 18 by Madison to make it 2-1. So, Leicester is now leading at the King Power Stadium over Spurs. That is in the 92nd minute, and because of some injuries, because of some substitutions, because of VAR taking forever in a day, they have six minutes of stoppage time. So, there is still time for a goal, if not more, at the stadium, but Leicester 2, Tottenham 1, and again, this is a Tottenham team whose road form has been pretty dreadful at the end of last season at the beginning of this season in Premier League play. So we'll continue to update that as Leicester potentially could jump into second if they get the full three points here. Again, that could change because of uh, matches cycling through and Manchester City playing host to Watford coming up. At the top of the hour, we'll take this quick time out when we come back. The latest on this match and the latest on all things lower division soccer, plus some more indie 11 talk as well. Napoon Chopra, Sock Takes TV, SockTakes.com. He joins us next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 FM and 107.5, The FAM.
4: When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid, Kelley Blue Book Award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. Founded in 1997, Milagro has quickly become one of the world's most awarded tequila brands. Milagro tequila is distilled in the pot and column stills for the perfect balance of smoothness and agave flavor. 100% estate-grown blue agave Milagro tequila is proud to partner with Indy 11 and feature their signature cocktail, the 11 Rita. A beautifully crafted margarita made with Milagro tequila. Enjoy an 11 Rita at Tavern on South before or after the game. Please drink responsibly.
3: Whether you're injured or just plain sick, Community Now offers Connect to Care. With one call or online click, we'll find you the closest open appointment. That could be anything from a med check or community clinic at Walgreens to a primary care doctor or virtual visit right on your screen. Just call 317-621-2727 and a community concierge will locate options and make your appointment. Connect to care. From community.
2: Hey Indianapolis, Urban Chestnut Brewing Company is a proud sponsor of your Indy 11. With three production brewing and restaurant facilities in St. Louis and one in Bavaria, Urban Chestnut combines traditional European brewing techniques with modern American innovation. Enjoy their Zvickle Bavarian Lager while you cheer on the boys in blue this season at Lucas Oil Stadium. And you can find all of their world-renowned beers throughout Indianapolis urban chestnut brewing company st louis missouri experience exclusive living at the olivia luxury residences and shops from modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center elevated pool and aqua lounge no detail is overlooked in the olivia luxury apartment residences step outside and enjoy great food at bar louis verde cantina rosie's cafe or sugar creek winery The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail in Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Indy 11 is a leading contender for the USL Championship crown, and with a year-long unbeaten streak at Lucas Oil Stadium, there's no better time to see the boys in blue in action than this summer. Tickets start at just $11. Gather the whole team for a night out. Groups of 15 or more can get discounted seats, or you can experience a game in style from an Indy 11 premium suite. To save your seats and see the team's remaining 2019 schedule, call 685-1100 or visit Indy11.com.
0: Indy 11, the world's game, Indiana's team. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of Indy 11.
1: Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday, 93-5 and one oh seven five 5 The fan, it is the closing seconds at the King Power of Leicester and Spurs. It remains a 2-1 advantage for Leicester. We'll talk about that match in the 11 and all kind of things lower division soccer with uh, the maven of said things. That would be Napoon Chopra of Sock Takes TV and SockTakes.com. Good morning, my friend. How you doing?
6: Good morning, Greg. Absolute pleasure to be on with you. This Leicester match has been the most, uh, the best way to wake up on a Saturday morning. What a game so
1: far. VAR, again, I, I'll admit I'm probably, not that I'm anti-Spurs, I, I, I tend to like them. I like their young talent, but I always have a soft spot in my heart for Leicester. But that VAR decision was god-awful, correct?
6: Yeah, it wasn't the best. Uh, I'm, I'm a VAR uh, um, defender, and always will be. I think the issue here is that there needs to be better definition of uh, of what it means to be even on a play. You know, the, the rule goes, that if you're even it's supposed to be on side. Right. And because you have these narrow margins that you can define with VAR, I think there has to be a redefinition of that rule and say, you know, I don't know if there's there's some weird hand wavy daylight or some sort of there needs to be an operationally defined thing for what was a very vague concept about a year ago.
1: New Fellaini is now playing for Leicester. Have you switched your allegiance from old Fellaini to one that now plays in the Premier League? <laughs>
6: No way, man. There's only one Fellaini. He's the greatest player of all time, and he plays in China now, and I will forever stand Marijuana Fellaini, the one true God.
1: Well, I was going to say now, you know, when you go to play in China, I realize you make a lot of money. The rest of us tend to forget you ever existed. Does, is he still rocking the quaff? Has he trimmed it a little bit? What's, what's the latest in hair of uh, your soccer idol, Marwan Fellaini?
6: Oh, no, he's rocking that beautiful, long mane of hair of his. Uh, There was a short amount of time, I don't know if you remember this, Rick, but at United, there was a short amount of time he got this haircut, a little shorter than normal. And I think everyone was a little perturbed by that. But he's back to his level best with that flowing made of hair.
1: That is literally Samson cutting his hair is, is, is what that equates to, which is why that just wasn't going to last on a full-time basis. So, other than me and you BSing, there are several other reasons that I wanted to have you on. Um, while you are a soccer journalist, you do not hide your fandom of the Indy 11. Disappointing loss last night. Overall, your thoughts about where this team kind of stands in the table and the playoff outlook going forward?
6: If you'd asked me before the season that we were a game away from being or game in hand from the top spot and we're joined on points with Red Bulls 2, I'd take that, right? Uh, however, if you had also told me that we would lose to, uh, the, to Birmingham the way we did yesterday, I would have been a bit surprised. Uh, because, honestly, I, I, uh, so a couple of things here, Rick. I thought that was Birmingham's best performance of the season. Yeah. Now, I, I won't pretend that I've watched every one of their games but the games, the four or five games I've watched, this was definitely their best performance. The way they were able to penetrate uh, Indy 11's midfield was surprising because Indy 11's midfield has been one of our strongest points all season. Uh, but there was a lot of uh, space in our midfield yesterday, and Birmingham Legion uh, utilized that really, really well. Uh, having said that, if you watched the game, there were, there were moments where Indy 11 was controlling the game. I thought we started the game well. Uh, I thought Tyler Pasher started the game well. He had that great touch that he got past uh, around the defender in the first couple of minutes. There's uh, there's some things for obviously Coach Rennie to work on. Uh, how does he utilize this this uh, this big squad in against different teams, against different scenarios? But uh, the last thing I'll say here, Rick, is we have to also recognize that this this team has has played a lot of games in the last few days yep. and. You're liable to lose a
1: couple here, though. Again, the Poon Chopra Sock Takes TV, SockTakes.com. Joining us here on Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and one zero seven five. The fan, uh, we've kind of referred to, uh, to in, in, a, in a tongue-in-cheek nod to English soccer, a big six in the standings right now. It kind of shapes up as a big five: Red Bulls, two, Indy Eleven, Nashville, Tampa Bay, and Pittsburgh. Is there a group of that five that would concern you the most in terms of how they match up with the Indy Eleven?
6: Yeah, I'd go with Rowdies. I think the the based on the style of play that Rowdies have, I think they are the perfect foil for Indy 11 tactically. Um, that's the team that I worry most about. Of course, Red Bulls, too, have this incredible record uh, in playoff games over the last four or five seasons yep. in the USL. Uh, but... I'm looking at Rowdies and thinking, okay, that's that's the team I want to avoid as far as possible. As as
1: possible, Indy Eleven plays at Tampa Bay October the 12th. That'll be one of our road (laughs) telecasts. We'll have that one for you over on my Indy TV. So I prefaced our conversation off the start of the show by saying, we as Indy Eleven fans no longer have to worry about the day-to-day existence of, of, of different leagues. Uh, we feel in a pretty comfortable place being in the USL championship, but it doesn't mean there is not drama with organizations known as NISA and NPSL. Where do you want to begin with the influx of new teams and new leagues over the last couple of months?
6: Well, can we actually begin with USL League One? Please. Because yesterday, and you know this uh, probably by now, Greg, but in the 11 coach, uh tim hankinson was um and it's unclear exactly what happened but he's no longer taking the reins at chattanooga red wolves uh the official press release says that he's on paid leave until the end of the season which is clearly very different from uh, being fired or quitting so there's something going on there that i am trying to find out what it is but that's the latest uh, on x indy 11 head coach tim
1: hankinson well, thanks for sharing that. All right, so with that, let's get to the NPSL and NISA conversation. Uh, NPSL has been around for a while. NISA has been talked about seemingly for two or three years, and now they are playing, and it seemed there was a lot of, of teams that jumped from one organization to the other in just the last few weeks. Uh, that's where we can begin. Fire away. Yeah, so
6: NISA is currently uh, sanctioned as a provisional Division Three league they are playing a, uh, a fall to spring calendar, uh, what is uh, colloquially called the European calendar, right. although not a real thing. Um, but they have teams across the nation, heavily based on the eastern and west coast, not a lot in the middle. Um, I think the teams that would stand out to most people listening would be Chattanooga, uh, Chattanooga FC, that is Detroit FC, Uh, Miami FC, which was a big, big one that they were able to uh, secure just in the last month. Uh, And I think the other one that some people might recognize is 1904, uh, San Diego 1904, a a team that was initially announced for NASL and then self-folded. And then they were, uh, they self-announced for USL and then they had to recant that. And now they're playing in Nisa. So uh, there are currently 13 teams. I, I should actually, I should revisit that. They're 12 teams because of Philadelphia uh, is no longer a uh, an active participant in NISA as of the news that broke uh, 48 hours ago.
1: So again, and, and for example, uh, you referenced Tim Hankinson's ties in USL League One. Dylan Mayers, still in Miami FC. This is the last year of a three-year deal he signed with them. Uh, he was loaned back to the Indy 11 at the end of their season last year, but has a contract to honor, and so he's playing it out. He had a not just had, had a hat trick uh, and a 6-0 win for them last week. Former Indy 11 man Jack McInerney had a hat trick in the first match for the Oakland team in Nisa. What exactly does the future look like for that league and for those teams?
6: Yeah, it's, honestly, it's a bit uncertain because they're going to have to resupply, uh, resupply, reapply for sanctioning here in a couple of months for uh, for Division Three sanctioning. And as things stand now, in order to secure Division Three sanctioning, they're going to need to have eight teams. They're going to need to have an, an additional uh, time zone in the mix. And uh, from what I understand, if they want to move from provisional to actual sanctioning they will need to uh, go up to 12 teams. So there's – it's honestly, Rick, it's uncertain. uh, But I think for the people I'm talking with at NISA, they seem optimistic. Uh, They are worried about what they feel is an uneven hand from uh, USSF. Some of the same complaints that Uh we've heard from NISA. This is something we've talked about a lot. Uh, But – you know, at this point, it remains uncertain. I would wager that they're going to be an, a provisionally sanctioned once more uh, for the next season.
1: All right, so they're not the only group or entity trying to operate at this level. The NPSL has played amateur soccer and has done so with a lot of teams stretched across the country for many, many years. But then a couple of years ago, it was announced, hey, we're going to start trying our hand at the professional ranks. Uh, and uh, And seemingly, this fall, they have done so with calamitous results. Tell us about it.
6: Yeah, so um, what is happening with NPS, what was found, uh, formerly called the Founders' Cup, which is now called the Members' Cup, uh, they have six to seven teams right now, Rake. But for those of you who are paying close attention to this, you will notice that at least half of those teams are going to be playing in NISA uh, starting in January. So this is a league that is currently barely hanging on. The number one team that they have that everyone kind of knows is the New York Cubs. Yep. In my opinion, Rick, as long as New York Cosmos is playing in the Members' Cup, the Members' Cup will exist in some form, whether that's one, or whether that's two teams or four teams. Uh, but they will have some financial backing to keep this running. The, I'll say this. This is the problem they ran into, Rick, because just two months ago, they had about 14 teams, or 12 to 14 teams. Now they're down to seven. The reason for that, first of all, the NISA competition is very real. These two leagues are uh, competing for key uh, teams for sure. But the other thing they ran into is an issue with insurance. So as you pointed out, Rick, this is a league that has played amateur soccer for a while. Uh, and, it have, uh, and it was able to secure insurance for, for its players via the USASA, the United States Amateur Soccer Association. Uh, Adult Soccer Association, which is basically amateur soccer. Sure. Uh, however, once they switched to this desire for pro soccer, now um, th- the whole insurance thing became really complicated because most of their players are still amateur, but you have this subset of players which are going to be both amateur as well as professional because they're amateur about you know three quarters of the season and then they have that two-month Founders' Cup time where they're professional players. So that really complicated the whole insurance thing, and that led to the exit of multiple teams, such as Chattanooga, uh, such as Detroit City FC, uh, and a couple of teams. Uh, Michigan Stars is another one that has recently joined NISA. That was a Founders' Cup team. So uh, troubling times for the Members' Cup, uh, but the good news for them is New York Cosmos is not going to NISA, uh, and as long as New York Cosmos is in the mix, Members' Cup will exist.
1: And so again, and and me if I'm wrong, you talked about Nisa being the Division Three status. That's what USL League One is, by the way. So there are now two leagues occupying that space. Where for the last couple of years there has not been a league in that space. Is that what the Founders Cup is going to be as well, or are they going to be an unsanctioned league?
6: I think, stand, the latest conversation I had, they will continue as a non-sanctioned. Well, they will be. Con- uh, they will not be sanctioned by USSF. Okay. They it can be sanctioned by USASA. But there will not be a, a division uh, two, three t uh, league like the way US, uh, USL, NISA, and uh, USL League One are.
1: Long term, given the fact that USL has a League One presence now, Division Three is there a need for leagues like NISA and a league for, and a and an NPSL Pro League?
6: I think that's a great question, and I would wager yes. Okay. I would wager yes. Uh, Uh, the competition will force USL to keep to stay on its toes. USL has shown an incredible trajectory uh, of uh, improvement between 2011 and 2019. At this point, they are the undisputed kings of everything that is not MLS. um, And that means league uh, division two, division three, amateur soccer with PDL, youth soccer with Super Y League. Uh, However, I think having NISA at its, uh, you know, not very close to its uh, tail, uh, somewhere in the distance will always force us out to continue to improve and to innovate which is what they're doing right now
1: you can find this and more at socktakes.com as always thanks for the time and the insight my friend we'll catch up again in person real soon thank you greg cheers bye you got it napoon Chopra, socktakes.com joining us here on soccer saturday and again um we probably spent more time on that than we needed to it takes kind of a lot to explain that and there may be a lot of you listening they're kind of scratching your head going what huh the good news is you don't have to worry about that if you're the Indy 11 anymore. You worried about all that stuff and having a league to play in up until 2017. Now, again, do you want to be in Major League Soccer? Yeah. But if not, you've got a steady, secure, prospering league at the Division II level in the USL Championship that the Indy 11 are a rock-solid member of. And in fact, currently are second in attendance in Uh, On an average basis at just over uh, 10,600 per game. Second to only New Mexico United so far on the season. We'll take this quick time out when we come back. A little college soccer conversation with the head coach of the Butler Bulldogs. They played number three in the country last night. On Tuesday, they'll play host to number four. We'll talk about that in a matter of moments. It's Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Tullamore Dew, authentic
2: Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York.
0: If you're looking for relaxation and recreation, look no further than Wentworth at West Clay, located in one of the most premier addresses in Carmel. The Wentworth Luxury Apartment Homes offer newly renovated spacious floor plan options, attached garages, and upgraded finishes throughout. Enjoy endless amenities the village of West Clay has to offer. Three swimming pools, state-of-the-art fitness center, tennis courts, playground, walking trails, and community bike shares. Call 317-848-9900 to schedule a tour at Wentworth Apartments today.
4: When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid, Kelly Blue Book Award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com.
2: Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG. Protecting and beautifying the world.
3: Whether you're injured or just plain sick, Community now offers Connect to Care. With one call or online click, we'll find you the closest open appointment. That could be anything from a med check or community clinic at Walgreens to a primary care doctor or virtual visit right on your screen. Just call 317-621-2727 and a community concierge will locate options and make your appointment. Connect to Care from Community. Are you looking to close a big sale? Maybe you need to entertain some clients. Or do you just want to reward your best employees? Whatever the reasoning, a premium suite to an Indy 11 game at Lucas Oil Stadium is the perfect answer for your business. Premium food, personalized service, free parking, and the best views in the stadium are just a few of the benefits for your group of 10 or more. Suite availability is filling up fast. So call 317-685-1100 or Google Indy 11 Suites to learn more.
2: Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York.
1: That's a way to use your head. It's
0: Soccer Saturday on The Fan.
1: Welcome back. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan been fighting that cough for like five weeks and sometimes the voice just goes temporarily thankfully it comes back it took like a week for that to happen back in the month of august on to the show we go and again a constant topic for us this time of year is college soccer because it's really good in this area at multiple levels Butler, a previous NCAA tournament team, a previous Big East champion, and they will play to a raucous crowd on Tuesday night. I'll have the privilege of being there and broadcasting the match on Butler's Facebook live feed as they play host to number 4 Indiana. Last night it was number 3 Georgetown in Big East opening play and the Hoyas, with a dominant second half, take home a 3-0 victory. Still kind enough to join us after last night's match is our buddy, the men's soccer coach at Butler and Paul Snape. Good morning, my friend. How you doing?
7: Uh, Good morning. Good morning. It's a beautiful morning. Took the dogs for a walk, uh, um, get my mind cleared from last night. Played against a very, very talented Georgetown team. And unfortunately, we come on the wrong end of the result last night.
1: Well, what can a match like that do playing that level of competition do for you against an equally good level of competition in Indiana on Tuesday?
7: Oh, it'll be tremendous. We've learned, I've already learned so much from last night's game. And when we talk to the players today, we go and do video tomorrow. They're going to learn so much. Um, you can train all you want. I think I, when I speak to a lot of other coaches, you can train, you can do anything until you come across, come across against live opposition who moves the ball so quickly, who are so disciplined, who are explosive in transition. It, it's really hard for your players to understand how the games be really played at, how it needs to be played at the highest level. And I think Georgetown really exposed a lot of our players to this is what you need to do. Uh, The concentration levels need to be super, uh, super high level so you can maintain focus throughout the game. And um, so Georgetown is probably the best preparation we could have. For IU coming in, who as you said is equally as strong and they're very dynamic. So while we're upset last night, uh, we're going to make sure that we learn and we regroup and become stronger for Tuesday's massive in-state rivalry.
1: Obviously, in, in in college soccer, you put so much emphasis on what you do in a conference. Although obviously, a level a league like the Big East is not like it's just a one big league one bid league. So uh, it's not you your all just fighting for for that for that one spot in the tournament. Um, how much emphasis do you put on the IU match, say, in comparison to what you would for a Big East game?
7: Yeah, if, I'm, if I'm 100% honest, uh, it, it's hard not to look at IU and say this is, you know, what, one of your most important yep. games of the season. Um You know, playing against IU is to say you're going to be tested on so many levels, and to beat one of the best teams in the country will give us with a massive, would inject us with a massive amount of confidence and belief. So, while our next game after that is St John's, the best preparation we do have for St John's is to go out there, uh, sacrifice everything we can, try and impose our will against IU. And see if we can get the results, So yeah, it, it, it's a massive game. Um, our guys look forward to it. It's one of the when everybody at the start of the season says, "Hey, they all circle the IU game," and rightly so. And um, especially when it gets to the Butler bowl, we're going to have a big crowd, and it's going to be the weather's going to be beautiful. And it always seems to be very entertaining, the games at the Butler Bowl.
1: And that was the next question I was going and talking to our, our mutual great friend, Joe Gentry, yesterday when I was on campus. Uh, he said, well, last time we had 6,000, I, I think, for the game there two years ago. And, and, and that's that's rare, uh, even at the top level of college soccer, to see that level of crowd for a match. What does that do for your program? What does that do in terms of just the, the, the overall atmosphere, the energy you have for that match, seeing that level of crowd in that great facility?
7: It's wonderful. The energy is just inspiring. The boys love it. They wish they always ask me if we get six thousand every game. Them, hey, if, you every, if you if you win every if you win every game, people will come more often. So, uh, but I think it's great. We obviously we know that Indiana brings a ton of support, and people are excited. And I know the Indiana has spoken about it before. They love coming and playing in front of a big crowd. Uh, but I think what it does is our guys will have to be their senses will be have to be at the peak. They're going to have to make sure that they're uh, just not not ball watching. They're solving problems out there, and when you have that crowd, it kind of keeps everybody on their toes. So, I'm expecting uh, I'm expecting a great game. and I know the players, uh, the fans will be entertained, and but our focus, our objective is to go out there and get a win and get us back on a winning streak.
1: All right, leading goal scorer Brandon Gould. I know he was kind of a late addition for you a couple of years ago, transfer from SMU. He's been outstanding ever since you joined your club. Uh your thoughts about what he's done for you from a goal scoring perspective so far this season?
7: Yeah, uh, he scored 3 goals, you know, and he's uh he hasn't always played in the games. Um he, he, he's had a couple injuries uh but you know, he's been focused. But when he's on that field, you always feel he can score a goal. He's, you know, people Felipe Nzaghi or kind of Van Nister really went through it and They might not touch the ball for 89 minutes, and then suddenly they pop up in the right place. So whenever he's on the field, we always have this belief that we can score goals. And and that's the hardest thing to do is to score goals. And when you have a guy who's natural like Brandon. It definitely allows your team to have that uh, belief that, you know, we can win any game at any time.
1: I know last year was a year that kind of got away from you, kind of circumstances led to uh, a, a rare sub-500 season for you at Butler. What were the lessons that you learned from 2018 and that you've seen be applied in a positive way to 2019 so far?
7: I think it all comes down to culture. We realize, and I, and I take full ownership, I take the accountability is. Our culture was off. Our behaviours was off. We wanted to do well. Uh, We went and the intent to do well, but we weren't doing the little things, Uh, you know, on and off the field. You know, we weren't sacrificing enough. We weren't doing the right things. Uh, Many just accumulated, and when we started losing, uh, that momentum goes against you. It's really hard to dig yourself out. But so we looked at it, we reflected, and and everything started with me. And this year, that we said, hey, you know, if we're going to be very successful. Let's make sure that we're, you know, working hard. We're doing the right things. Um, you know, doing the, winning is a byproduct of doing the right things all the time. So I've been really impressed with our guys, even after we've been beat this year um, in the three losses we've had. You know, the guys just seem to show this resilience and bounce back, and they want to learn, they want to improve, and they want to play for one another. So I really like the mentality of this team right now. Um, let's see if we can get back winning on Tuesday. It won't be easy, but, hey, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. I think it's an absolute privilege for us to be at this elite level of college. And with that comes some pressure. And we've got to embrace it. And we've got to go out there and execute on Tuesday. All
1: right. So I know we had you on the show in February as you were serving as a preseason opener for the Indy 11. My timeline has gotten off. Have we talked to you on the show since you've become an American citizen?
7: No. Actually, no. I think it was just before. I was an American citizen in March. Yeah. So it was March I've become. I've been here. 23 years, and I was just like, hey, I finally wanted to come. I- I- I've always wanted to come American citizen, yep. but I actually got it done, and it was one of the proudest moments of my life, actually. I was really... I thought it would be great, but it was absolutely – it was unbelievable. Well, I was, uh, it's great. It's great.
1: Well, clearly, it was a quality free agent acquisition by us as a country, so welcome aboard. Uh, it's great to have you uh, uh-huh. after all that length of time. And before I let you go, I'm looking at the roster, and I see that David Goldsmith is a graduate assistant for you now. How's Goldie doing?
7: He's doing good. I keep telling him to run on the field during the game. <laughs> He's exactly what we need right now. No, he, he's uh he's a grad. He, hes he was a phenomenal player. Yep. And he's an equally better um, graduate assistant. So he's doing his MBA at Butler and he's excelling in the business school. And, um, he could be a phenomenal coach. Actually. I don't know if he, I think he might be more intelligent and, uh, <laughs> and he probably go in the business world, but, uh, he's amazing to have around. He's, uh, the boys just learned so much from his humility and his professionalism. So, uh, outstanding young man and uh, really happy to have him around well for those
1: that don't remember david obviously played for the indy 11 in in 2017 really couldn't couldn't find his footing in, in professional soccer unfortunately after that one year with the indy 11 but at butler phenomenal goal scorer and the Big East Scholar Athlete of the Year, which kind of backs up what Paul says. Uh, he's probably too smart to be a coach or a broadcaster. He's going to go out and get a real job uh, at some point in time in the near future. And by the way, today's his birthday as well, so please tell him I said happy birthday, okay?
7: I will for sure, yeah. I'll tell him uh, we're going to see him in a few uh, in a couple hours.
1: There you go, buddy. Thanks for the time. Uh, again, tough result last night, but uh, best of luck in turning that around, and I will see you Tuesday at the Butler Bowl.
7: Oh, thank you so much, and uh, thanks for everything you do for the soccer and the community.
1: We love it. You got it, buddy. Take care, Paul. All right, Paul Snape, soccer coach, Butler University, and somewhat newly minted American citizen joining us here on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. And, yes, uh, today is apparently a a birthday day for current or former members of the Indy 11, Neville Hackshaw celebrating a birthday today. David Goldsmith, celebrating a birthday today. And one of the original members of the Indy 11, Chris Estridge, all celebrating birthdays today. Happy birthday to that trio of current or former members of the Indy 11. We'll take this quick time out when we come back. A couple of news and notes I wanted to share from high school soccer locally and a look at the 10 o'clock window, which isn't very deep today as far as the Premier League concerned. All when we come back. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.
2: Hey Indianapolis, Urban Chestnut Brewing Company is a proud sponsor of your Indy 11. With three production brewing and restaurant facilities in St. Louis and one in Bavaria, Urban Chestnut combines traditional European brewing techniques with modern American innovation. Enjoy their Zwickel Bavarian Lager while you cheer on the boys in blue this season at Lucas Oil Stadium. And you can find all of their world-renowned beers throughout Indianapolis. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri.
4: When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid, Kelley Blue Book Award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at CentralIndianaHondaDealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11.
3: Whether you're injured or just plain sick, Community now offers Connect to Care. With one call or online click, we'll find you the closest open appointment. That could be anything from a med check or community clinic at Walgreens to a primary care doctor or virtual visit right on your screen. At the most inconvenient time, Connect to Care is mighty convenient. Just call 317-621-2727, and a community concierge will locate options and make your appointment. Or you can search and set an appointment yourself. Our website is always open. Visit ecommunity.com slash connect. The quickest route to feeling better starts with us. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
2: Indy 11 is a leading contender for the USL Championship crown, and with a year-long unbeaten streak at Lucas Oil Stadium, there's no better time to see the boys in blue in action than this summer. Tickets start at just $11. Gather the whole team for a night out. Groups of 15 or more can get discounted seats, or you can experience a game in style from an Indy 11 premium suite. To save your seats and see the team's remaining 2019 schedule, call 685-1100 or visit Indy11.com. Indy 11, the world's game, Indiana's team.
6: A luxurious oasis awaits you in the heart of Carmel's arts and design district. Just steps from the Monon, Sophia Square offers custom design apartments with soaring ceilings, sleek finishes, walk-in closets, and a resort-style pool and party deck with Wi-Fi access. Use our 24-hour fitness center and visit with trainers at exercise coaches. Sophia Square offers amazing dining shopping options like the Pint Room, Main Street Poke, and more. Call 317-636-2000
0: and schedule a tour today. That's a way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan.
1: All right, up against it time-wise, about 90 seconds or so for us to finish out the show. Congratulations to Angela Barry-White, a good friend, the fantastic girls soccer coach at Jesuit. She won her 100th match in her career earlier this week. Congratulations to her. And the uh, soccer team at Decatur Central on the girls' side wanted a shout-out because they started 10-0. And I saw they like duct taped or like Saran wrapped their coach to a tree to celebrate. They went 10 and 0. I I wish that you have more continued success. I'm kind of worried about what you're gonna do to coat your coach if you do. But you asked for a shout out. You get your shout out. Congratulations on a fantastic start to the season. Just three matches in the 10 o'clock window coming up. The highlighted match, of course, Manchester City after losing to Norwich last week. They play hosts to Watford at ten. The reason being is that there are four matches on Sunday. You get the Champions League and Europa League time of year. The Sunday matches tend to get a lot more packed. Uh, the twelve thirty matches: Newcastle and Brighton. The big match, of course, of the weekend is Chelsea and Liverpool. And both teams had disappointing results in the Champions League on Tuesday. Uh, Chelsea losing uh, one goal to nil at home. Liverpool losing at Napoli 2 nil. Best result of the Champions League week, of course, was Manchester City. And simply put, I expect City to put all their eggs in the Champions League basket. After having won the Premier League back-to-back times, winning that title is always nice. To me, everything that City does this year is going to be, are you going to win the Champions League this year? That is how high the bar is set for that club and Liverpool as far as the league is concerned they're five points to the clear now can they stay that way playing at Stamford Bridge tomorrow gotta go thanks for joining us soccer Saturday right here on the fan Thanks for
0: listening to Soccer Saturday. Brought to you by Honda.
1: Proud to be the automotive
0: sponsors of Indy 11. Community health. Dream big, work hard, finish strong. Church Brothers Collision Repair. Making accidents unhappen for nearly 90 years. For more information, log on to 1070thefan.com.
4: When it comes to Hondas, your central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites the smart and sporty CRV the sleek and stylish Civic sedan the